Podcast Answer Man, episode number 329. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Chuck Brown from the Hide Your Word podcast. H.L. Mencken once said, Those who can, do. Those who can't, teach. It sounds profound. But the man clearly never met Cliff Ravenscraft, the man who has taught tens of thousands, including yours truly, most of what they know about podcasting. And he just happens to have found the time to churn out a few thousand podcast episodes of his own. Cliff Ravenscraft, he is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting and a little bit more. Anyway, it doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you've been podcasting for many years or you haven't quite yet recorded that first show, there's something we can all do to take our podcast and everything else we do in life to the next level. Ah, that is right, my friends. I am so excited to be here on Thursday, October 10th, standing by, and literally, I do mean standing by, uh, my good friend Mark Mason from the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast is back, and today we're going to be talking about seven ways to market your affiliate products that you represent. So I'm very excited to talk about those things. Now, here's the situation. Because of the schedule of my life today, I have zero pre-show preparation today, meaning the day of the podcast. Now, one of the things that I do is I use a program called Workflowy, craziest name for an application or a resource out there, but it is called Workflowy. You can find it at Workflowy.com. If you want to see a video of me using Workflowy, you can go to gspn.tv slash Workflowy, and you'll see an old recording of a Podcast Answer Man episode where I actually demonstrate how I use Workflowy as I'm recording an episode to, uh, to follow my outline. Now, that's not to say that I have no idea what I want to share in this episode, because I have, throughout the week, several times when ideas come to my mind about things that I may want to share in future episodes of Podcast Answer Man. So for episode number 329, I do already have a few things written in here. And um, the what? so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to randomly go through them. Just to, so you know, I haven't decided ahead of time what order, how long I'm going to speak on these things, but I do know this, that within the next 12 minutes, I want to be talking to my great friend, Mark Mason, about seven ways that we can market affiliate uh, products to our community in an effective way that helps them, that's a win for our audience, a win for us, and a win for the the, uh, people who create the products and services that we represent in that way. Now, starting things off here, I want to just give a personal plug of the week, and the personal plug of the week goes to my good friend, Jesse K. Piscay, and I probably messed up her last name, Uh, but anyway, the podcast that she is producing is called When in Korea, When in Korea. Now, Jesse is from Germany, 
and she is just recently married and has to a man who's in the military who is now stationed in the military in South Korea. And she has uh, moved into, I think, army base housing, and she's met a lot of other army wives. And through this process of her, you know, deciding, you know, between her and her husband, deciding where they're going to be stationed and and the whole journey of moving to Korea and, and all the questions that she had, she thought, wouldn't it be great if there was a resource for army wives who were thinking about coming to Korea? And so she wants to be that resource. And so the podcast, again, is called When in Korea. And her domain name is tastyoldcabbage.com. Now, if you listen to her intro of her podcast, you'll understand why that's her domain. But again, it's tastyoldcabbage.com. She's already got three episodes out there, and I've listened to all three of them. Now, you guys know that I've helped thousands of people launch podcasts. And even, and by the way, she is a member of the Podcast Mastermind as well. But even with the number of people who are in the Podcast Mastermind, I can't listen to all of their podcasts on a regular basis. But I have listened to the first three episodes of Win in Korea. And the reason why is I just really, in lo- I love this idea of hearing about what life is like in another culture. What, you know, especially from somebody who's coming from the perspective of that's not their normal culture. So, they're going to automatically talk about things that stick out to them, that stand out, what's different and what's unique. And um, and, and that's one of the things that I've always loved about my good friend, Father Roderick Von Hogan, is he goes and travels about, around all these places and talks about these unique things that just really stick out to him. And that's why I've enjoyed when in Korea, even though I have no plans of moving to South Korea myself. Uh, and I'm not necessarily in Jesse's target audience but I do enjoy the show. And if you guys want to just hear an, amp- an episode of it, I encourage you to go to tastyoldcabbage.com. And of course, if you like it, I encourage you to always give uh, folks a rating and review in iTunes. And make sure you let her know that you heard about her from the Podcast Answer Man. All right, the next thing that I want to tell you about are the Podcast Awards. All right, the Podcast Awards are here again. It's the ninth annual podcast awards you can go to podcastawards.com and um, one of the things that I learned last year is that I went through a lot of trouble to get podcast answer man nominated for uh, the technology field of podcasting last year and I didn't show up and one of the things that I learned is because I was a corporate sponsor of the podcast awards uh, it kind of uh, disqualified me from the running there. So with that being said, I'm very happy to announce that you cannot nominate me <laughs> because I am even more delighted than being nominated for podcast awards. I'm delighted to be a corporate sponsor for the second year in the row of uh, podcast awards. When you go to podcastawards.com and you look at the top left-hand corner, you'll see my banner up there. And uh, I am very happy to support this endeavor that Todd Cochran has going on and has been doing uh, for many years for the podcast community. Now, um, the nominations will close on at the end of the day on October 15th. So there's still a little bit of time left, not a whole lot, but just a little bit of time left to get your nominations in for your shows. Now, one thing I want to let you know is when you see that nomination form at podcastawards.com, 
you can only submit that form one time. So don't go there and just nominate one show, but pick all the shows for any categories that you want to actually nominate a show for and make sure to put the name of the podcast and then put the website URL of where that is. And, um, you know, and, and once you've filled it out and you've filled in as many of the sections as you want to, then you can submit your form and then you're done. And then what they'll do is they go through and they tally the no- most number of nominations and then they, I, I can't remember the number, if it's five or ten or whatever, but they pick the highest ones and then they open up voting later down the road. But nomination process is open. There's a video that explains all of this at podcastawards.com. Now, obviously, I'm not going to ask you to nominate any of my shows and I would be hesitant to actually tell you to nominate some of my friends and all of that other stuff because I have so many and even many of them would be in competing categories. But I am going to give you one to nominate, and it's simply because of his consistent involvement in uh, Podcast Answer Man doing our social media correspondent. Uh, Eric Fisher has his Beyond the To-Do List. All right, again, that's Beyond the To-Do List is the name of the podcast, and the podcast URL is beyondthetodolist.com. All right, and where uh, I didn't ask him where he wants that nominated, though. Hmm. Let me pause for just a second. Okay, so um, I believe the category that Eric Fisher is hoping people will nominate him for is the business category. So under business, if you'll put beyond the to-do list uh, as the name of the podcast and podcast URL, beyondthetodolist.com, um, that will be great. Now, of course, if everybody, if some people put him in one area and then some people put him in another, it kind of dilutes that. So if you, if everybody can coordinate and put him in the business podcast, but of course, you know, if you have somebody else that is your favorite business podcast, that that's understandable. And I'm sure Eric will not hold that against you as long as you don't tell him. All right. But anyway, thank you guys for that. And, um, good luck to everyone out there in the nominations. And, uh, and again, it's, it's a huge honor to be in a place where I can uh, support the community in this way by being a sponsor for those podcast awards. All right, and uh, let's see here. One other thing before I bring uh, my great friend Mark Mason in is I want to actually tell you that I'm doing something that I almost always tell people not to do. It's something that I, I seem to argue against over and over and over and over again. And at the same time, I'm violating, in a way, what I actually tell people, you know, a lot of other people not to do. And what am I talking about? It's the fact that I have made the decision, at least for the month of October, from October 3rd through October 31st, I am recording an episode every single day for my Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast. Now, Pursuing a Balanced Life is a show that I've had since March of 2006. Matter of fact, I, I just recently changed the description to, to have it actually reflect exactly what this show is. So let me read to you the, des- the description. Many of you may not even know that I even have a podcast called Pursuing a Balanced Life, let alone that there are already 542 episodes of this show. So let me go ahead and explain to you what this show is. This is what I have on the site. It says, Pursuing a Balanced Life was originally launched in March of 2006. When it started, I, Cliff Ravenscraft, worked as an independent insurance agent in a family-run insurance agency. 
and had only been podcasting as a hobby for a few short months. In January 2008, I left my career in insurance after 11 years to pursue podcasting as my full-time career. This podcast has served as an audio journal that has chronicled everything that led to my decision to leave my career in insurance and to start my own online business. This podcast contains the most exhaustive account of all the things that I have learned about building my own business and how I have managed to balance all of the demands that come along with being an entrepreneur. I invite you to subscribe and join me as I continue to share all the business and success principles that I learn along the way, as well as my pursuit of finding a balance between my focus on my career, my desire to be a great husband and father, my desire to become more physically fit and healthy, and my desire to live a life of faith. So that, my friends, is what pursuing a balanced life is. And let me just give you an idea of what it actually sounds like, just so you can hear the audio quality. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, uh, let's, let's go ahead and click on this one right here. Okay, everybody, Cliff Ravenscraft here with another episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life, and uh, I'm going to set my recorder down here. This is episode number 541, I believe, and I'm opening this episode with just a little explanation of what's going on so far today. All right, so you can hear that it is recorded inside my house. Now, many times and most episodes are recorded while I'm out walking like this one. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pursuing... A Balanced Life. Cliff Ravenscraft here. This is episode number 542 of I'm this show. I'm going to jump into a later part of this episode. And that's why I'm out here. And I'm able to do this because I didn't sleep until, you know, 8.30 and get into the office at 9 or 9.30. But instead, I was able to be done with A to Z questions by 9.30 and head out for this walk and do other stuff. So uh, that's why I'm out here. Anyway, so there you go. That's what it sounds like in this most of the time, almost always, this show is recorded with nothing more than my digital audio recorder. And what happened was is it I record the show and and it's kind of me trying to share my journey of you know what's all going on. It's 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 like a daily audio journal. It's an audio journal. Right now it's daily. It's an audio journal where I just shared all of the things just just mind dumping things off, you know, getting it off my chest, kind of just speaking it out loud. Now, obviously, I use some filters and and I don't share things that are not appropriate to share. Although I will tell you that earlier episodes, uh, <laughs> we're talking like in the 200s and even, you know, the, the anything less than episode 300, there were significant things that I shared in there that aren't necessarily inappropriate to share, but you would be shocked to hear some of the things that I've shared. I'm a very authentic and open and transparent kind of guy, and I don't really hide a lot of things. But as I continue to get, you know, to the place where, um, you know, I'm connected to some pretty interesting people and I'm connected to with some pretty interesting projects, it there there comes a there comes with that a need to be a little bit more filtered in some of the detail that I share. So I'm not as, you know, back when it was just me and I really, and everything was all my own efforts of trying to do things. I was very clear. I, I shared dollar figures and things that I was trying, things that I that worked and things that didn't work, things that backfired, what backfired, how it backfired, 
and all this other stuff. And well, today I'm working with individuals who, you know, it, it, it's not just my brand that's that's on the line. It's it's other people's brand. So I still share a, a lot, but only what's appropriate. And it, it, it makes for an interesting show. And and what the idea for me was uh, and, and where it became pursuing a balanced life for me is when I experienced some pretty big health issues. I have I am a workaholic and I love the work that I do. And I sit behind my desk most of the time, and that has been a chronic behavior for me for so long. And it got to the place where, you know, I, I got to a very unhealthy situation physically. And right around episode 398 or 389, I can't remember which it was, but um, I, I, I decided I was going to do something about it. And I got very serious about daily physical activity. And over a period of about 18 months, and it's all chronicled, in these episodes, uh, I recorded content on a consistent basis, sometimes daily and sometimes several times a week, but at least once a week for like 18 months, and I had lost over 60 pounds. Well, uh, you know, th- priorities shifted, things started taking off and and just trying to figure out and scale things and, you know, a health issue here or there would get me off focus, and there were times when well, the frequency of the show dropped down to where I finally got to the place where I said, you know, listen, I don't want to shut this show down. I still want to record at least one episode per month. Every month I want to have a minimum of one episode, maybe more if I if I feel led to do so, but at least once a month. Well, there were times when more than a month went by. And so back on October 3rd, episode number five, 536, I recorded uh, the the episode titled "Back to a Daily Format?" question mark, and well, I have produced an episode every single day since October third, and I will produce an episode every day through October thirty first, and then I'll determine from that point forward how things are going. Um, I, I will say this: my my the the reality is well. I'll tell you what: if you want to know my motivation of why I'm doing this on a daily basis. I'm not going to explain it here any further because I want to bring Mark Mason in. But if you want to know my motivation for going to a daily basis and how this is actually not good for my audience, but it is good for me personally, then I encourage you to go to uh, pursuingabalancedlife.com or look it up in iTunes, preferably, and, and listen to episode number 536. All right. Episode 536 will explain why I'm going to a daily format and why it's good for me, why I'm actually doing it for me, and why why it's not for my audience and actually why overall I don't believe it's actually going to be beneficial for the actual audience itself overall. More on that in that episode of 536. And of course, after the end of the month, I am going to look at stats in the past when I was weekly. I'm going to look at the stats when I was doing it once a month. And then I will take a look at the stats of when uh, I've done it daily. And I will give you guys a review of of overall what those audience numbers uh, look like. Because every time that I do the show, I give it the full promotional efforts that I desire to give it. So, in fact, this is a pretty big promotional effort. My guess is that this mention right here, right now, will generate approximately 600 to 1,500 new downloads of episode number 536. And beyond that, I would say approximately 200 of you will actually listen to it on a daily basis. And um, my guess is that if it was a weekly show and I gave it the same kind of promotion, 
Um, let's just say 1,500 of you actually checked out episode 536 instead of only 200. And th- these are just projections. These are guesses off the top of my head. Instead of only 200 listening on a daily basis, I would have had probably closer to 600 people subscribe and listen to every single episode if it were weekly. So th- those are my thoughts. Those are my guesses. I have the numbers on weekly. I have the numbers on what monthly. And actually, back in the day, I have numbers on daily but never with the promotion that I'm actually giving it here and in social media that I that I know about today. So there you go. Updates on that in the future. But if you want to check out Pursuing a Balanced Life, you can go find the quick uh, iTunes link there at pursuingabalancedlife.com. And now, my friends, it is time to bring in Mark Mason. But before I do, I just want to play this right here. Do you work for yourself, full-time, or desire to do so in the near future? Do you have a desire to connect with other success-minded entrepreneurs? Are you ready to take your personal and professional growth to the next level? If so, the podcast Mastermind may be just what you're looking for. Imagine having ongoing access to non-judgmental and constructive feedback, tips and resources, technology reviews, and open exchange of ideas, collaborative tasks and meetings that are designed to boost your confidence and credibility. The Podcast Mastermind is designed to get you plugged into a small group of like-minded, success-oriented individuals who are consistently focused on helping you take the next right step toward meeting your personal and professional goals. For more details and to learn how to apply, head on over to podcastmastermind.com podcastmastermind.com today. Mark Mason, how are you, sir? I am absolutely fantastic, sir. How are you? I have never been better. It gets better every second of the day. Hey, how great is the fact that one of your students can just kind of take a piece out of her life and create a podcast about something as cool as the country of Korea, South Korea particularly, and and just make something out of that that's actually going on that she's passionate about. How exciting is that? That's cool, right? It's absolutely cool. It's it, you got to watch it, though, because it's so easy to do this thing. You might end up with 31 different podcasts about 31 different passions. Okay, so before, before we talk about affiliate marketing, I'm going to teach you a little Korean because I've been to South Korea several times. It's an awesome, awesome country. So I'm going to teach you how to say hello in Korean. Are you ready? I'm ready. Anyo. Anyo Haseo. Haseo. Anyo Haseo. Anyo Haseo. That's pretty good, Cliff. All right. See, you're, you you're ready to go. All right. Awesome. Next time I see next time I talk to Jesse, I'll say Anyo Haseo. Very good. Very good, sir. I love so it. how so how about we talk about affiliate marketing for a while? Yeah, and, and j- before we do that, uh, today we're actually gonna focus on seven ways to market affiliate products. I just want to uh, let people know if you're just tuning in, uh, relatively new to Podcast Answer Man, back on episode 325, uh, Mark, you joined us and we talked about seven things podcasters need to know about affiliate marketing before you start getting involved in it. And uh, if people want to check that out, uh, if you want to understand what affiliate marketing is, why affiliate marketing is great for podcasters, what products should you promote, uh, finding products that uh, match your niche, uh, the information about how you should disclose beauty, the the redirecting of links, and all this other stuff. Uh, if you want to understand that, go back to episode three twenty five or go to podcastanswerman.com slash three two five to hear that as a good lead in to today's 
episode where we are now talking about seven ways to market affiliate products. So uh, set it us set us up uh, here, Mark. Where do we want to begin? Well, I have to tell you, I'm a little nervous coming in behind Chuck Brown. I mean, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck's a friend of mine. He's got the greatest voice on the planet. So I, I didn't even realize you knew Chuck, but uh, uh, that it's really cool. Uh, it's really cool to hear my friend Chuck's voice bringing in the show. So I guess you know when we talked in 325. We talked about uh, the seven things that affiliate marketers should know, that all affiliate marketers should know, whether they're podcasters or not. And, you know, the, the big ideas, and this, this goes right to the core of your authenticity and the kind of things that you talk about, are that you should promote products that you, you actually use and love, and you should promote products that are going to help your community, that are going to serve your community. So all of the seven things that I want to talk about today, all of them have that in mind. And it's really important, I think, that you go into affiliate marketing with the with that mindset. Your goal is not to open someone's wallet. Your goal is to help somebody. If you start with that, you'll be successful. So I want to put that as the backdrop of these seven tips. Absolutely. I could not agree with that. We agree with you more. And that's, that's not just with it when it comes to affiliate marketing, it's business in principle. You know, the people are, people are more than pocketbooks and, and the whole desire here is to serve people. If you want to learn how to be successful in selling anything, don't worry about selling, worry about serving and how, what you're doing is bringing value. Every single day I ask myself, how can I be, bring the greatest amount of value to the people or persons that I am interacting with today? Yeah, and sometime when, when you have time to expand the story, which is probably not today, I mean, I think a good example of that is when you were selling term life, life insurance instead of whole life and all that. I mean, we've talked about that many times, but that's the key. And I think the first tip I have for podcasters is, one of the best things you can do to help someone make a purchasing decision is to do an honest review of a product that you know and love from a company that you trust that will help people. If you can do a great review of a product, that will really help people because it cuts down on the amount of research that they need to do. Because if they trust you, they can just take your review at face value. You can do unboxings and other things that people really enjoy. You can talk about sort of what you expected before you got the product and what your, what your findings are once you have it. You can work in sort of the feelings that you have about how the product is performed for you. And if you have that kind of relationship with your audience, which is which is especially true for podcasters, they they have this sort of one-on-one relationship with listeners, that can be an incredibly helpful thing for your audience, an incredibly powerful way to convert sales, even in cases where the review is not completely 100% positive. Absolutely. I have uh, some experience with this, and I'll, I'll share some examples if anybody wants to look into them. Uh, the first one is podcastanswerman.com slash lighting. Uh, this is a little Cowboy Studio softbox lighting system that I found online. It was very inexpensive. And I ordered this uh, lighting kit for my studio to, to brighten up my videos. And one of the things that I found is that there was no real good, there was no instructions on how to set this stuff up. And it literally was taking me forever to figure it out. And so what I did is I set my camera up 
<clears throat> on a tripod and forced myself to figure out how on earth to put this thing together. And as I'm putting it together, I'm explaining what I'm doing, showing exactly where I'm putting things. And the reality is, is there are several times I I was I put things in the wrong spot and I had to take it apart. And what I did is I, I recorded the entire thing, but then I edited out the places where I made the mistakes and only showed in the video the places where I did it the right way. But then at the end of it, I kind of gave my review. I like this about it. I don't like this about it. But here's the thing. Overall, I'm only going to have it here. If you're going to be out in this, you're going to take this thing out, this isn't the setup for you. If it's always going to be set up in the studio like mine is, I think this is going to be great. And that's my my recording of that uh, video. And by the way, I'm clicking on it right now. That video has been viewed 17,300 times. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of views for a video about a product that most people have never even heard about. Exactly. And the reality is, is the first thing that I did when I actually tried to assemble my video or my my setup was I actually did. I I went to YouTube and said uh, cowboy studios, you know, instruction or lighting, you know, instructions. And I couldn't find anything. And that's what prompted me actually create my video and by the way i've had a number of people who say cliff i just want to let you know i had already purchased this thing and i found your video as a result of this but i promise you the next time i order anything on amazon i'm using your affiliate link yeah that kind of loyalty comes from helping people right i mean that's absolutely uh clear evidence that you're really helping people when they're when they're trying to figure out a way for you to get paid Exactly. And and that happens quite often. The other one is, and I think you did an entire episode on this, but if you go to gspn.tv slash Fitbit, uh, F-I-T-B-I-T, but if you go to gspn.tv slash Fitbit, uh, it's episode number 521 of Pursuing a Balanced Life. And back in the day, I, I had just gotten the Fitbit Ultra and I shared why I loved that particular device so much. And it was it's an entire episode, but then I actually turned it into a full blog post and it's got my affiliate link. And I will tell you, I've sold hundreds of Fitbits from this post. And uh, it's it's a very popular thing. But um, so again, it was my experience. And this one didn't even it wasn't even a video. It was just me doing an entire episode about that. But it wasn't a sales pitch. It literally was something I was going to talk about anyway. And because I knew that they had an affiliate program, I I actually chose to use it. Yeah, it's a great example. And you're right. I did use either the Fitbit or the the Wything Scale review. Both of those that you've done are really, really good um, as an example of the right way to do affiliate marketing on my show. So yeah, that's good. Awesome. So do an honest review of a product. It doesn't have to be video, although videos are great. And YouTube is the number two search engine in the world. So I do like to do video reviews and then bring them and also add to it a written blog post to go with the video on my own site for you know additional Google juice and all that other stuff. Um, but yeah, be, do an honest review of a product that you use and trust. Uh, those, those I love. I, I love that tip. So absolutely. What's next? Okay, so related to this but not exactly the same is to do a case study so a lot of products that are out there are most products that people want to buy and and the ones that make really good affiliate products are products that solve problems and so it's one thing to say 
hey, I use this product and I love it and here's what I liked about it and here's what I didn't like about it. That's a review. But if you go to the next level, something that can be incredibly powerful is I bought this product and I've measured the results that it gave me or I bought this product and I bought the competitor product and here's the side-by-side comparison of the results. So, for example, I bought this special a chemical treatment for my car and here's a case study of before and after pictures of my car or I bought this software that's supposed to increase the traffic to my blog site and after I used it for a month you can see my WordPress stats doubled or I bought this uh, audio compression software and here is an audio sample with compression and without compression those kinds of, of case studies and actual Actual examples of results are really powerful because that puts the the purchaser, the, the the customer, in the mindset of what they can expect to get, and it it reduces the objection that they might have to purchasing because they might be worried about whether or not this is actually going to work. If you can show that a product actually works, that's something that's incredibly valuable to the customer and will help you increase conversions dramatically. Okay, so so the the case studies, you're saying the, the real benefit there is, is actually showing that the product actually works? Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that it does for you It's one thing as an affiliate marketer for you to say, hey, I really like this product. That's essentially what you're saying in a review. But in the same breath, you're also saying, hey, I really like this product, and if you buy it, I'll get paid. And so there's always that question of, well, do you like it because you want me to buy it, or do you like it because... Uh, it's really good, and and the way you the best way to get around that is to to build trust with your audience. But the other way to get around that is to provide actual, real data from the real use of products. When you say, "Look, I'm whether whether or not this product is right for you is your decision, but here are the results that I actually saw. Here's the data. Here are the photos. Here's you know whatever the." the traffic numbers or whatever kind of the the audio samples, whatever it is, you know, here are these three microphones and here's the difference in how they sound. You can listen for yourself. You know, it's it's those kind of case studies really go a long way to build trust and to help people understand whether or not these products are a right fit for them. And after all, that should be your objective is to help people make a really good buying decision like we talked about at the top of the episode. We're not trying to open their wallets. We're trying to help them. And so by giving them real data, you can really do that. I love it. All right. Item number three, interview people from the company. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. So one of the things that sets really good affiliate marketers apart from people who are just schlepping products, if you will, is they'll do the work to to add some additional value that you can't just get by buying the product. And one way to do that is to um, actually have people from the company in on the podcast to talk about the product, talk about why the product is designed the way it is, what other customers have told them about the product, what the advantages are of the product, and and sort of uh, get some additional information above and beyond what they would be able to get normally on the internet. That's a huge draw. So for example, if you want to sell 
a Heil PR40, I think a lot of people would be interested in have in hearing from Bob Heil yep. about how the how the microphone was designed. Or if and, you Which by the way, go to podcastanswerman.com slash Bob Heil. <laughs> yes, exactly. So this is my point exactly. So it, this has the effect of giving giving the listener additional information, inside information that they really can't get anywhere else, helps them make a buying decision. But the other thing that it does is it gives you an enormous amount of credibility. I mean, my goodness, if, if Cliff Ravenscraft is important enough to be able to get the manufacturer on the telephone for an interview, he must really know what he's talking about. I mean, these people are taking their time to talk to Cliff. Wow. So that has that effect as well. It increases the credibility of the affiliate marketer while helping the purchaser get a valuable information that they couldn't otherwise get. I love that. I, you know, I didn't even think about the added credibility angle of, of you know, hey, these people took the time to actually uh, talk with this. When you can get a CEO or the CFO or or somebody in senior management at, to actually come on to your show and and talk with you, that does that does communicate an additional level of credibility, especially for those people who are relatively new to your show. Yeah, absolutely. And and you'll you'll get that feedback. You're like, wow, how did you get Bob Heil? to come on your show. I mean, that's sort of even my reaction for people that don't know about Bob Heil. He's been in rock and roll music and, and other genres as oh, well yeah. he, since he, the 70s. I mean, he's, or maybe longer, since the 60s maybe. So he's he's famous. He, he created the uh, voice talk box for um, Peter Frampton that, uh, you know, do you feel the way that I do or whatever? Uh, he created that. He It was a personal gift that he made for Peter Frampton. And I, I just want you to know that I briefly considered singing a few bars of that, but then I, I just decided not to. So there you go. <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> Moving along. Yes. So the fourth tip that I have for you is to give away some free samples. And this is easier than you think. So a lot of times what you can do is you can talk to the manufacturer, and this is works incredibly well for electronic products. So if we're talking about software or ebooks or other kind of digital project products that have zero cost to manufacture, it's really easy. But you can also do it with physical products. A lot of times if you call up the manufacturer and you tell them, "Hey, I'm considering about I'm considering doing this review. I'd like to give away two or three products, uh, two or three uh, of of your products." as part of my promotion, you can do that. I've done this many times. And usually when I do it, I do it in exchange for engagement. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll say, look, I've got three copies of this software. They've been provided by the manufacturer and I want to give them away at random to three people who comment about what they're going to do with the product just to create some engagement. Tell me why you want it. And I'm going to, and it just creates this big conversation around the product that you're trying to promote. And you can engage with those listeners, which is good for you and good for your listeners. It lets you get inside the head of people who are interested in this product. So you can use that as market intelligence for p- future promotions. And it just creates buzz around your promotion. And again, you're helping some people because three or four of your listeners are going to get this valuable product that they want for free. So that's a lot of fun to do. Listeners love it when you just give stuff away. And and again, you're not, it's not a contest. You're not giving away something for the most tweets or any of this. It's just something simple like 
hey, talk to me, tell me what's on your mind, and I'll put you in a drawing to get this thing for free. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. I, this is something that um, I've seen done extremely well by our mutual friend, Pat Flynn. He is the king of giving away a couple free things and getting massive amounts of engagement. And the the one thing that, and like you said, the one thing that I've seen over and over again is somebody who might have thought, who would have just heard it otherwise and would have never thought to purchase it. But it's, sometimes it's the act of saying, you know what, it's, what's it going to hurt? I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and try to submit, you know, f- uh, you know, my registration to get the free product. And they end up not getting the free product, but say, you know what, I'm, I do want that. That is going to be a benefit to me. It's a worthy investment. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Yeah, and I think if you asked Pat... I think that if you asked Pat where he got that idea, he would tell you that he got it from me because (laughs) this is the one thing I can claim that I ever taught Pat Flynn. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that's a really good idea and it works. uh, It works really well. And you're right. Pat is with Pat's platform. He's been able to use this to great advantage, but it's actually quite amazing um, how many people will come out of the, the woodwork. And, you know, the thing I like about this is is you you've got this thing about if you've got a podcast, one of your goals ought to be to know fifty people by name and know two things about them, right? But one of the one of the difficulties of that is drawing them into a conversation because a lot of people are just listening and they're not it's not the, in their nature to engage them, but when you draw them out with a contest like this, all of a sudden they're commenting on your blog, you can ask them questions, you can talk to them, and so one of the really high leverage things about this, in addition to selling more affiliate products, is it gets your listeners engaged, and so you can, you can really use this as an excuse to create conversation. I love it. All right, so th- let, me, let me just recap where we're at so far. Do an honest review of a product that you use. Uh, number two is case studies uh, and provide examples and real data. Uh, number three, interview people from the company. And number four, give away a free product or a couple free products for engagement. All right, so where are we at? Number five, what's number five? Now, number five is is quite possibly one of the most powerful techniques here. And I've seen people build entire businesses around this concept. So if you have a product that's hard to use or it's not immediately clear how to get 100% of the value out of a product, if you create a tutorial or some kind of assistance for the use of that product that you give away to people who buy the product through your link, you can create a bonus that is really compelling and will push people over the edge. So I'll give you uh, an example. You could simply say, Cliff, uh, that if, if, the, if this made good business sense, you could simply say, anyone who buys this piece of equipment gets my custom tutorial about how to use that piece of equipment. This also works really good with software because a lot of times um, software manuals really aren't very good. Maybe the software is good, but the manual's crummy because usually software companies are thinking about the manual last. They're struggling trying to get the software out the door. So you might have, uh, you might write a tutorial or create some videos on how to get the most out of a piece of software. And for everyone who buys that 
software through your affiliate link. They just need to email you the receipt and you and then you will send them the download for this incredibly valuable bonus that may in fact be worth more than the product itself. Absolutely. Very cool. I love that one. So create a special bonus that will fill in the gap. I love that. Um, some other ones that I've seen just as an idea, um, people who like I, I've seen some folks who have there are plugins and a certain plugins for WordPress and plugins have the ability to add extra features to it. And you can actually develop the extra features that add on functionality to the software or the plugin. And you can say, hey, if you buy this, then, you know, send me your receipt and I will send you access to where you can download this extension and it will give you additional abilities. And and so that's exactly what you're talking about as well. So I, I, I love that idea. Yeah, and if it's a if it's a limited time promotion, one of the things that's really effective is you can say, look, for for example, I could say everyone who uses my link to sign up for podcast Answer Man right before the start of the course, I will create a I will host a webinar and I will tell you everything that I know about my podcast and all the things that I think you should think about before you go into Podcast Answer Man. Or maybe beforehand, I, ne- I negotiated with you, Cliff, and I said, look, everybody who buys through my link, we're going to have Cliff on a webinar for a special pre-launch webinar where we're going to give you, uh, you know, a, a, a one-week head start on the Podcast Answer Man course. It's exclusive to me because I've negotiated it with Cliff, and, uh, you know, it's something special just for my listeners. There's just unlimited amount of things that you can do specially for your listeners that will help you increase conversions in the way of a bonus. I love it. All right, number six. Okay, so you kind of alluded to this, but I, I think this is really important, and I think some podcasters miss this. These are typically also the podcasters who aren't uh, very excited about their show notes, and I have to admit I, I, I don't like doing show notes either, but the truth of the matter is once you've done all this work to research a product to create a podcast review, maybe even to create a video, possibly to do some work on some on some gaps. Maybe you've answered some frequently asked questions. Maybe people have emailed you about the product that you mentioned on the show or they've engaged you on Facebook with additional questions. You've got all this product research that is in your head. And the best thing that you can do is to transcribe and record and capture all of that information and put it in a review blog post that's optimized for the keywords of the product and the word review or something like Heil PR40 review. Because the truth of the matter is, for years and years and years, people are going to be searching online in Google for a review of that product. They're going to be looking for a blog post that has a fantastic review. And I will tell you, for all of their failures and all of the problems that they have, eventually Google will reward the best quality content and raise it up in the search engines. So if you take all of this research that you did and just take the time to create a great blog post with pictures and possibly video and audio and whatever else it is that you have, just all the junk that you have, and dump it into a great review, that can pay you for years and years and years. Because as we know, 
you know, the p- number of people that download your podcast, that's that as as a general rule, with some exceptions, goes down as a function of time as your podcast gets buried and buried and buried further in your archive. But the truth of the matter is that if you write a fantastic review, how many people download that in the future has more to do with what Google does with your content. And if they rank your content because you did a great job over time, you could be getting affiliate commissions from that one review literally for years. Cliff, I get affiliate commissions off of blog posts that I wrote years ago, and I know that you do too. Absolutely. I, I still get, I still look at the number of people who are using my affiliate link to buy Kindles. <laughs> and I Yeah, exactly. That's, this is my point exactly. Yes. So it, it is absolutely awesome. All right. So there's one. We got time for one more. I have yeah. se- a seventh one. Yeah. Seventh one real quick. Don't forget to promote to your list. If you're a podcaster and you've got listeners and you've got show notes, you should be capturing their email address and you should be sending helpful information to those people. And if you write this epic blog post or you create this promotion, you should send them notification of that to drive the traffic over there. And it does not have to be a hard sell promotion where you're you're linking directly to the product and asking them to buy now and all this kind of stuff that kind of puts me off whenever I get those kind of emails. All it all it really needs to say is, hey, I've done a lot of research on this product. I think it's really cool. I think you might like it too. And if you're interested, you can check it out here. Absolutely. And if you do not have a mailing list already, I highly encourage you to get one and begin collecting email addresses as soon as you can. It is, it, it, especially if you're even remotely considering affiliate marketing. And even if you're not, by let's just say you're listening to us right now and you're like, I'm not looking to sell anything at this point. I'm not looking, this is just for fun. Start getting the email addresses now. And if you want, I have a blog post, believe it or not, about my favorite mailing list provider that I actually have an affiliate link to. And it's at podcastanswerman.com slash Aweber. Podcastanswerman.com slash A-W-E-B-E-R. Yeah, we could actually do a whole nother section on seven tips of for email marketing. I mean, it's very important. And if you've been putting it off, um, my recommendation to you is to rethink that and and really get started today capturing email addresses because it's really the one asset that you can take with you almost no matter what happens to your business. Well, Mark, I certainly appreciate you coming on the show again and sharing these valuable tips. And uh, if they want more internet marketing, online marketing advice, where can they find your podcast and your website resources? Yeah, late night internet marketing dot com or if you don't like to type you can just type late night im dot com mark it is always a pleasure to have you on the show and it is even more of a pleasure to say that you're one of my very close personal friends and i look forward to having you on again in the near future i can't wait we'll have to come up with something cool to talk about and maybe we can have a language another korean language lesson that would be cool great i'll need to go back into the uh, episode and re-listen because i've already forgot to say hello yeah well it's it's anyo haseo and right now what i'll tell you is thank you for having me and the way you say thank you in korean is kamsahamnida well kamsahamnida to you mark <laughs> 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 thanks cliff 
Are you thinking of launching your own podcast and don't know where to start? You could have your own high-quality podcast online in just under four weeks, even if you have absolutely no technical knowledge about how podcasting works. Intrigued? 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 Since 2006, Cliff Ravenscraft, a podcast answer man, has trained thousands of people on how to launch a successful podcast. Cliff has coached top-ranked podcasters such as Pat Flynn, Michael Hyatt, Michael Stelzner, Dan Miller, John Lee Dumas, and the list goes on. Podcasting A to Z is a four-week group training course that leads you step-by-step through the setup of your very own podcast. Not just the technical side, but also the mindset that goes into creating a successful show as well. One thing is certain. At the end of four weeks, you will have experienced one of the best investments you can make in taking your message to the next level. To learn more details about the course, head to podcastinga2z.com. Podcastinga2z.com. Well, my friends, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Podcast Answer Man. I hope that you have found some value in the things that uh, Mark and I discussed today. If you are out there marketing and want to uh, make some commissions on affiliate sales, I will tell you, everything he talked about works. I have participated in that for years. I think right now I'm averaging right around $3,000 to $4,000 per month in affiliate income here in the business. And to be honest with you, I don't even try very hard. I don't do very much to to do all of those things. I've done a couple of them in the past here and there when I feel led to do it. And it's more along the lines of, eh, okay, let me help somebody by sharing this or that. Um, but if I actually was to move affiliate marketing up higher on my priority list, let's just say if I was to put affiliate marketing and commissions from affiliate marketing above my podcasting A to Z course, I would I could easily see myself within 18 months taking my existing community that I have now, I could easily see myself taking that up to ten to $15,000 a month of commission. But actually, uh, my priorities are in different places right now. And so right now, uh, Podcast Mastermind is my number one priority. If you haven't done so already, you can go check out and learn more at podcastmastermind.com. Again, that is my number one priority in my business. And my number two priority, of course, is podcasting A to Z.com. I actually am wrapping up this week the third week of our four-week program for the Fall A to Z course 2013, and things are going extremely well. And the next session starts on Monday, November 18th. You can actually go ahead and sign up today and get an early bird discount of $500 off if you use promo code P-A-M in the shopping cart. Again, that's promo code P-A-M in the shopping cart. Again, don't forget to go over to podcastawards.com. Nominate your favorite shows for the ninth annual Podcast Awards. We're going to have a great, wonderful Podcast Awards celebration at Newbity Expo in January in Las Vegas. It's going to be awesome. Hope to see you guys there. And uh, finally, I just want to say thank you to those who have been using my Bluehost affiliate link uh, over at podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. And uh, here we go. Slewfoothockeyshow.com and MacKellyPodcasts.com. M-A-C-K-E-L-L-Y podcasts.com. Those two URLs were used uh, by the person or people 
who used my Bluehost affiliate link to sign up for their hosting account. Anyway, that's it. Thank you. God bless. I'll be back again next week. Until then, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Man.